it's important to understand that discipleship is a process. It's not a one-time event. It's something that happens uh, over a period of time, and it's something that somebody has to decide they're a part of. And so we want to talk through what, uh, how Jesus made disciples. And he did it in a very process-oriented way. There were five elements, at least, to, to his process. He chose particular people. He called each of them to a commitment. They got to make a decision if they wanted to opt in or out. He then had a particular method for discipling them, which we'll talk about in a minute, through apprenticeship. The fourth thing is he had a time period, which was three years. And the fifth thing is that he commissioned them to go and reproduce, to give others what he had just given them. Hey friends, welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast, where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called Life on Life Discipleship, where we provide you with personal coaching and equipping on your journey to taking on apprentices to multiply disciples. So to learn more about this coaching intensive, visit 1kh.org discipleship. And if you're interested in learning more about a thousand houses in general and want to check out some of our other resources, head on over to 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode. We've talked about how discipleship is already really fraught with challenges that we face in our culture and in the current Christian climate. That one of the challenges we need to make sure we're also not facing is a confusion about the definition of discipleship. We want to be as absolutely clear as possible what activities clearly fall under the definition of discipleship and which activities don't. And I've noticed over the years, as I've heard people use the word discipleship, it really started uh, when I was younger with a very particular type of activity. But over the last 30 years, I've noticed the definition of discipleship has shifted and the number of times people use the word for times where they are simply maybe building into somebody's life um, in, in a moment of time, or they would define discipleship as their preferred method of teaching somebody. The, the, the definition has gotten really slippery. The scope has gotten very broad. And because we're already facing these challenges, we need to get back to the core foundation of what discipleship really is. So I want to give you guys a definition for discipleship, and I'll tell you guys w- how we're coming up with this definition. And it's very simple. I'm trying to answer a very basic question. What was in the disciples' mind when they heard Jesus say, go and make disciples? What were they thinking? If whatever definition you come up with would not be consistent with what they were thinking, but maybe something that is something that, that might be helpful for today, you might be smuggling in your preferred method of discipleship into the definition. It's important for us to just distinguish these things. We're going to try to define discipleship as clearly as we can, and then we're going to talk about methods separately. But it needs to fit the definition. So here is the most basic way I know to describe what I think was most likely in the disciples' mind when they heard Jesus say, go make disciples. So this is the definition we're going to be using. The process 
where a follower of Jesus takes on an apprentice to train them in how he or she follows Jesus. The process where a follower of Jesus takes on an apprentice to train them in how he or she follows Jesus. Now, the word discipleship or disciple, in, in Hebrew we say Talmud or Talmudim, it just simply means follower uh, in both Greek or Hebrew, follower, learner, but clearly they were watching a process. This is not just a disciple, but making disciples or discipleship. And that's why we're saying the process where a follower of Jesus takes on apprentices to train them on how he or she follows Jesus. So we're going to sort of really dive into the, this, de the, this definition as clearly as we can. There are, are three elements to the definition. The first one is the process. It's important to understand that discipleship is a process. It's not a one-time event. It's something that happens uh, over a period of time, and it's something that somebody has to decide they're a part of. And so we want to talk through what, uh, how Jesus made disciples. And he did it in a very process-oriented way. There were five elements, at least, to, to his process. He chose particular people. He called each of them to a commitment. They got to make a decision if they wanted to opt in or out. He then had a particular method for discipling them, which we'll talk about in a minute through apprenticeship. The fourth thing is he had a time period, which was three years. And the fifth thing is that he commissioned them to go and reproduce, to give others what he had just given them. And so Jesus' discipleship method was, was very, very much a process. And people knew when they were a part of it. People knew when they weren't a part of it. Um, Jesus taught the crowds. He did lots of ways to teach people. He had encounters with lots of individuals. But there were only 12 that he was committed to taking through this particular process. And then they were even broken down into the three. And then there was, of course, a larger group of disciples, the 70 or the 72. Um, but we, wanna, we really want to understand um, that, that if somebody is going to be making disciples, they, they need to begin by having a process in mind. And so that, that is a part of the, the basic definition of, of discipleship. Um, now, it, it's, it's, a discipleship happens when somebody takes on an apprentice. And this is really, again, where we, we really zero in on the definition of the word disciple, a learner, a follower. And probably the best word we have in our culture for the kind of learner, the kind of follower that a disciple was in the first century is this word apprentice. We all know what that means at some level, even though it's not a popular way of, of doing education. We're familiar with the idea that somebody could just come alongside like an intern in a business uh, and just shadow somebody, go through a process where they are learning on the job how to do what the person that is more experienced is teaching them how to do. And so this is why Jesus's his call for discipleship was come follow me. That was how he began the process of discipleship. The reason why he said that was because he want part of his process, his method was apprenticeship. And so the, the, what's interesting about apprenticeship versus the just learning environments that we create in more of an industrial level of, of education, sitting in, let's say, a classroom at college of 500 people taking a history class, how is that different than an apprenticeship walking alongside of a, a carpenter for two or three years? And really, to me, the biggest difference between classroom education and apprenticeship is that classroom education is forced to reduce all of the lessons into things that can be delivered in a lecture format or in a classroom format. Whereas an apprenticeship can involve the thousands of indirect lessons that you're gonna learn. Oh, how did he deal with that customer? What did he do when somebody pushed back? How did he handle when that thing broke, you know, when he was doing the, when he was working on the carpentry? There's a thousand like extra little lessons 
that get kind of left out when you try to bullet out all the different things that you can deliver in the course of a classroom. So an apprenticeship was Jesus's method, and I think that for discipleship to be consistent with at least what was in the disciples' mind when they heard Jesus say, go and make disciples, they certainly would have heard apprenticeship. And you can see that as you read the book of Acts or see uh, the way the disciples lived after Jesus left, they were taking on specific apprentices um, in the same way Jesus had, had encouraged them. The third element is to train this apprentice in how you follow Jesus. And so part of this process is you are training them. They're watching, but they're not, they're not watching um, uh, just any part of your life. The part of their life they really are zeroing in on is the areas in which you are already following or how you are already obey Jesus. That is what is the, that's what they're in the process of training. So obedience is a really critical part of discipleship. It's a training process. It's not something that's just teaching. You actually need to give the people you're discipling particular skills uh, for how to do this. Now, because our faith is a belief, there are a lot of elements that can't be reduced down to an activity. However, if, if the elements of the faith include certain activities, ways in which you, you do evangelism, ways in which you spend time with the Lord, ways that you treat your family, or different ways in which you go about your business uh, in your regular life, all of these things are elements of what could be a part of discipleship. Um, but I think what's really important to t- keep in mind is discipleship, and I'm going to emphasize this over and over again, we are training people not to follow us, but to follow Jesus. And so th- th- this is the biggest difference between the way that we disciple and the way that Jesus disciple. We cannot disciple people to obey perfectly um, because all of us have areas where we're still growing and learning, uh, but we can train people how to follow Jesus in areas in which we are following Jesus. And so discipleship for us is always needs to be somewhat limited to those areas in which we are obeying. We can give people what we have. We can't give people what we don't yet have. And so discipleship isn't something that, that begins and ends in your lifetime. It's something that, something that is ongoing. But as long as you're ahead of somebody, you can disciple them in things in which you're behaving. And so this is part of what discipleship is, is learning to train other people how to follow Jesus in the areas that you, where you are obeying Jesus currently. So that's, that's how these, this, is, this works. And it's important to, to say again that, that this, is, um, this is how we're rooting everything in how to follow Jesus particularly. And uh, we'll talk a lot more about this central way that the Gospels sort of play a part in that process. So let me go over the definition again and kind of summarize what, we, what we're talking about here in this definition. The definition is the process where a follower of Jesus takes on apprentices to train them in how he or she follows Jesus. The process where a follower of Jesus takes on apprentices to train them in how he or she follows Jesus. So the the three elements we talked about is process, uh, apprenticeship, and how you are currently following Jesus. So it's important to think about, okay, if you're really wanting to make sure that this is the full scope, then you have have to do two things to make sure this is the right definition. One is you can say, what happens when you take away one of the elements? So what, what happens is if it's not a process, okay? We talked about that a little bit. If it's not a process, it's not really consistent with how Jesus did it. Jesus had a three-year process that he took people on. What, ha- what happens if you take away apprenticeship? Well, then it's the, the method then shifts to being a method that is less than what discipleship in its very essence or what the word disciple as apprentice really means or entails. What happens if you take away, trains them how to follow Jesus? in the way that you're already following Jesus or obeying Jesus. Well, now you're taking away the essence of what it means, what you're actually training them to do. And so that's a necessary definition of discipleship. And so you can add methods to this, but it can't be less than those three things, the process, apprenticeship, 
and how to follow Jesus. So we want to be really careful to root everything we're doing in terms of how we're trying to obey Jesus' command in the Great Commission in Matthew 28 in a definition of discipleship that's consistent with what Jesus thought and what the disciples um, also thought when they were um, hearing this for the first time. So I have a few questions for you guys to think through as you process this definition. Number one, how, how you've thought about discipleship in the past, is this consistent? Is this, are there any surprises in this definition of discipleship? Um, how have you heard discipleship being defined or referred to elsewhere? Like it's important to process this. And as I've listened to and I've studied a lot of different definitions of discipleship, um, what I've, again, I've noticed most commonly is that they, they are trying to define discipleship with the method of discipleship that, that they're using. And we want to disentangle the definition from the method. We're, we'll talk about why that's so critical more. Um, but, but have you heard other definitions of, of discipleship um, and, and how do they compare with this definition? The third is, have you experienced this kind of discipleship? Have you ever been trained through a process where somebody taught you how uh, to, to obey Jesus through an apprenticeship? Have you been apprenticed by someone in your life where you really could see how they're following Jesus? Is that something that you're familiar with, you've ever experienced? Um, and so that, those are some things I want you to process as you think about this definition. Any, any, like, any elements that are, are really resonant or really dissonant, and we'd love to talk to you guys about this because we need to make sure that as we move forward, we're building our methods on the, the right definition. Well, friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a deep desire to actually make disciples in your context, but you simply don't know how, we'd love to invite you to apply for our coaching intensive called Life on Life Discipleship, where you're going to work through online content and receive personal coaching on this journey to making disciples that multiply. So for more information and to apply for this coaching, head over to 1kh.org slash discipleship. We'll see you for the next episode.